It's time, everyone, for Down the Wire. We are going to look back at this past week's free agency, both MLB and NFL. And then on top of that, it's the season, the NFL draft season. So for the next couple of weeks, we're going to redraft the last four NFL drafts. Starting with the 2018 star-studded lineup? I don't know. All this and more coming at you down the wire. Every time we do it, y'all, we do it with fire. Yeah. Sports podcast down the wire. Every time we do it, y'all, we do it with fire. Yeah. Sports podcast down the wire. Episode number 59. Ooh, down the wire. Let's go, baby. That's March, right. March Wirtz 21st. Brothers. Wirtz Brothers here. It's time to uh, time to talk sports. Yes, professional sports in unprofessional ways. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. We're still trying to make that work. Still trying to make that work. All right. There it is, down the wire. My name's Tom. This is my brother Dave. Across from me, in front of me, uh, down towards my chest region, because Chesticles. I'm looking at him at a screen on Skype again. I'm back in Madison now. Um, finishing up six weeks left here. Six weeks, and I remembered how much I hated college as soon as I got back to it. So that was great um but we're it's monday you can't really be too upset about it it's down the wire monday for us at least you guys are listening to it on tuesday so not as great of an not as great of an impact for you but for us it makes my mondays a lot better it doesn't make them even feel like mondays necessarily it's like a second sunday almost yeah 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 they they feel good and i'm gonna be extra busy since we're able to kind of do this a little bit earlier today it's gonna be great i'm going to gonna go to comedy sports and do the the redo and everything it's gonna be fantastic oh okay uh, some practice okay. and all that jazz that's what's up that's what's up got some stuff coming in the works over there too got about a month until we got uh the show autonomy yeah yeah it's gonna be great i've already started the uh prep work for you specifically i have mm. uh the, yeah, the the game directions and stuff that I'm going to have you do, and uh, it's going to be wild. Sweet. What should we get into first today here? How about uh, March Madness? It's only, like, been the biggest thing going around now. A lot. This is a crazy tournament. Absolutely nuts. I forgot to this, say that in the intro. Do you hear this ice cream truck, like, in the background here? Very, very small amount of it, but, uh, yeah, it's there. It's more like a – it sounds more like – um. Someone's ringing Dude, it. Literally parked up right in front of the parking lot because there's a lot of children that live near my apartment complex just waiting. There's not even any kids over there. It's also like an ice cream van. It's very creepy looking. Bastards. Uh, just to say that. But March Madness, what a tournament we have on our hands right now. Just absolute anarchy throughout everywhere right now. Um, 
I'm going to tell you right now, I was feeling pretty good. I was like, hey, guess what? You know, at like three o'clock yesterday, I was like seven of my eight Elite Eight teams still valid, going to be all right. And then Auburn proceeded to lose to Miami. Wisconsin decided just not to show up. I had Iowa making it out in another one. I did get Kansas. Michigan Villanova really is a is a weird one for me as well. But the biggest story has to be St. Peter's, the 15 seed right now. Just the third one ever to make it to the Sweet 16. Do you know the other two off the top of your head, Dave? Did you hear that? Uh, 15 to make the Sweet 16 is... One of them was recent, right? Uh, both relatively recent, I think. I think both within the last 10 years. Oh, last 10 years. Then, uh, ooh, I don't know about that. Well, but I, I think wasn't one, one of them was like last year or the year before. Yeah, yeah. I Was it... Fuck. Is one of them Loyola? No, Loyola is... Uh, they were like an 11 seed to get like all the way out there. But it was Oral Roberts, our favorite university. And Classic. Uh, the other one, the first team to do it, Florida Gulf Coast. You remember that run that they did? Uh, all those engineers down there just somehow were hooping for a good FGC, week. FGC, FGC, FGC. FGCU. How do you know? Maybe they just say FGC. They could. They could. Hey, let's bring on, um, let's bring on uh, an engineer from FGC. Just know, I know for sure. I'm pretty sure the leading scorer, definitely the leader in games played for the women's Florida Gulf Coast basketball team, is a Kadea High School graduate. Uh, wow. So just saying, we're like probably more famous than that at this point right now. So let's that's do pretty, it. Let's let's go with that. Uh, like big shout out. I'm not gonna tell you. Uh, I'm gonna tell you right now. Um, fucking Deadspin predicted St. Peter's to potentially beat Kentucky and be that Cinderella team. Uh, and you know what? If you're able to predict that shit, you get mad props, but they did it uh, last Wednesday. They put out an article saying that the, um, the Cinderella story to beat was going to be uh, St. Peter's. So damn, they knew the Peacocks. Dude, they look really nice. I watched their last game against Murray State a lot more than I did the Kentucky game because I wanted to see what they were about. They play hard defense, man. They get open, too. They have some shooters on there. Doug Eddard is just a great St. Peter's basketball name. Uh, rocks a super wiry, great mustache that just makes him hit three pointers. I think he he's an absolute bucket. So much fun to watch. I'm going to say right now, their Cinderella story is going to end because I think Purdue has a chance to win the national championship right now. They Stop look it. like one of the best teams. There's no doubt in my mind right now. Gonzaga was looking pretty rough against Memphis at first. That team they showed as long as the other team is as athletic as them, they might be stoppable, like not unstoppable. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude. There was just a lot of surprise all across the board, though, with these teams. Like you said, uh, uh, St. Peter's, what, we, the, Richmond had a big upset in the at first round, being like the first real big upset team, right, over Iowa. And then there's just uh, countless teams going forward. Baylor, 
You, we called it last week. Baylor. I did say that. I did say Baylor was going out round two. I just had it to Marquette. And that's all it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, just, just a wild set of games overall though. Uh, I, how is your final four looking? Not terrible, but you have you, your entire four. You I have do. three. I do. I do. do have my entire four. I have, oh, oh no, I don't. I'm I lied. I have three. I have three. I'm sorry. I, uh, I still have my entire four. I did. Like not the one I've been promoting. I do not know. I, cause I had Wisconsin winning it all, but um, <laughs> I do have, I do have Arizona, Gonzaga and Purdue all still intact for my final four. Arizona, Gonzaga, UCLA and Kansas. I really like Purdue, man. I, I really do. I think that those two big men, they got Edie and I forget the other guy's name. And I, well, Edie is the big man. Jay Nivey oh, is the small yeah, man. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, so I I really think they just look better than the teams they've been playing. They've got they've had a really good draw uh with playing Yale, obviously, those fucking nerds, and Texas, which Texas has Chris Beard now who brought Texas Tech to the was it final, right? The national championship a couple of years ago, I believe, too. So, Texas Tech? Yeah. They were in the, the finals? No. Yes. 100% like finals or final four, literally. Maybe final four, but I, I don't. Again, you're talking to, to a guy that knows college basketball the least uh, in, as far as my repertoire is concerned. I'm, I'm dying it up right now because I want to make sure that I'm not capping right here. Basketball championship. Uh, Division One men's basketball championship game. Yeah, they were in 2019. They lost to Virginia. Boom. Boom. Holy shit! I do not remember that. Well, you know what? It's fine. Uh, Okay, so this is what I'm going to have you do because I am currently dying and I need to get something in my system. Why don't you give me the Sweet 16 and how you think these next couple? of games are going to break down and I'm going to pretend like I'm listening. Okay. Fair enough. Um, I'm going to tell you right now, I like Gonzaga versus Arkansas. I think that's going to be a really good game. Arkansas played New Mexico state really well. Teddy Allen, super fun to watch for New Mexico state, but ultimately uh, I got Gonzaga coming out of that one. Memphis game, a good run for their money, but between Timmy's dominance right now, and Chet Holmgren, who is a freak defensively, if nothing else, at least. Um, I think they're going to come out there. Duke versus Michigan State was a really good one. Taking on Texas Tech now is Duke. Do you think they spoil uh, Coach K's return? I don't know. I'm I'm skeptical of that. But I did pick them to beat Duke at this point. Actually, to beat Michigan State. I did think Michigan State was going to spoil Duke's run. But they did not. So now we got UCLA, North Carolina. I um, I, I don't see how North Carolina gets out of this one. I, I think they played Marquette, who was obviously an inferior opponent heading into that one. That was just an embarrassing performance out of them. Purdue St. Peter's already went over that one, kind of decided what I was going to say with that. 
Iowa State and Miami is going to be a really fun one to watch too for the Sweet 16 because Iowa State's like best players all come from Wisconsin, including their coach too. So good points. All good points. Dude, I literally was just going right there. I was in a zone. There was no, there was no one in front of me, and I was just speaking my mind right there. <laughs> uh, dude, I I couldn't I couldn't stop you. Everything you said was true and one hundred percent, including the part where you said that I was the more attractive brother. Arizona and Houston's going to be fun. I think that oh, there's a lot of people who think Houston can win this whole tournament. I was about uh, to say if anyone's going to take down Arizona. That Houston team looks legit. Yeah, I'm not one of those. I'm not one of those people. I don't believe in them like that. I think Arizona's down down in them easy. Like I said, I really like Purdue. Purdue Arizona would be a fun final right now. That would be a fun final. I don't know. It the Gonzaga team is pretty solid. Kansas is really solid too right now. Gonzaga's I I, obviously the best team, but they're just Win it, win the big game, Mark Few. Win the big game. Can't is do this, it. Is this the year? <gasps> Shit. All right. <laughs> Where? What, uh, which, what do we go to next? What did we say was going to be next? Uh, next up, we're going to do our new segment that we tested out over the weekend, and uh, I think it was pretty fun. It is draft season, everyone. We got a month. Before the NFL draft, uh, like what comes up and shit's going down. So why not go back into the way back machine and redraft the last four drafts for uh, each week before the one, the eventual uh, 2022 draft. What do you think about that? Are you okay there? Did you have a stroke for a second? Look, man, I, again, I have a low blood sugar. I'm trying not to die. This was a good one. This was a lot of good players in this draft. A lot, of, a lot of solid players in this draft. And it's really hard to order them. And on top of that, looking at other people's redrafts, noticing how bad they suck, that was big for this one. That was big. Because I saw some drafts taking Baker Mayfield fifth overall. And I'm going to let you in on something real quick. A little sneak peek. He's not in my top 32. Top 34, even, because I put two honorable mentions. Oh. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, he might he might make the top 20. Or not top 20, sorry. The, the 20. 20 to 30. 32. Mm. He might. Only because of his potential. But... I'm going to tell you right now, looking at the redrafts again, a lot of these are made in 2021 going into the 2021, 22 season. Mm -hmm. And the redrafts themselves, I think made a mistake that the ones that I have looked on, but I'm going to see, I started off the, Oh, I think I understand your mistake by the way. Yes. Uh, I, Started off the 2017 in our little extra episode, which if you didn't get a chance, go back, listen to it, people. It was a good time. And I think uh, you would have a fun time listening to it as well. So I think that means you should start this 2018 draft. All right. I can do that. 
And that's going to be the Cleveland Browns then leading us off here in the 2018 draft. Original selection of Baker Mayfield. Womp, womp. They get their quarterback in their redraft. It's just not him. The Cleveland Browns select Josh Allen. One overall. Yes. Yes, you are 100% correct. Josh Allen um, just is what Cam Newton was supposed to be. That's what Josh Allen is. He runs the ball hard. He runs the ball more often than you think. And he's got an absolute piss missile for a right shoulder. So he had to go number one overall. And he's healthy. That's just the long and short of it. The guy has stayed healthy over the past couple seasons. And sure, he didn't he didn't exactly burn the NFL down with his talent in that first year. But ever since, he has been everything the Bills have wanted him to be. And now, uh, with that, he's going to the Buffalo Bills. I 100% agree. Now, because of that, the New York Giants are going to change things up a bit as well. And uh, I think they took Daniel Jones's draft. Yeah? No, this was Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley. Holy fuck. Talk about a guy that's not going to get in my top 32. I'm not taking Saquon at all. And uh, with this redraft, they're going to get the proposed redraft that most people were looking at. And it's going to be Lamar Jackson. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the, the only reason why Lamar is not that number one spot is because of the fact that he can't stay healthy, especially this past season. I agree. And I think Lamar Jackson has a window to win a Super Bowl. Absolutely. His talents at the quarterback position, he has a window. Now, he wins playoff games, so he's got a little bit of experience doing that. He just hasn't won the last playoff game ever. He is um he has not he's got showed the MVP up. too. He has not showed up in big games, but he's been to them. And he does have the MVP. Has to put him at the number two spot. Has to. Um, number three. Uh, this one. New this York gets Jets. A weird. This is New York Jets. Yes. Um, they took Sam Darnold originally here. Uh, I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna be a bitch and take the pick because he's not the better player. But I'm taking Jair Alexander, number three Ooh. overall. Yeah. So okay. they're taking Jair Alexander, number three overall. I wanted to take the Packer a little bit. Um, but on top of it, he's been one of the best corners, if not the best corner in the NFL in the last two seasons. Yeah. So what more can you ask of him? Absolutely dominant guy that shuts down one half of the field. The Jets would be the first time they have something like that since Darrell Revis. So that's fair. I, I mean, it, it's hard to argue that Jair Alexander is a fucking lockdown corner. And looking at the other people's, uh, uh, the other draftees available, this is a much higher positional value as well too, to the player strength is why I'm taking, I, I don't know overall because too. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna take the guy that I think you should have drafted at number four, and it's Quentin Nelson. That was the guy I was thinking. But I just thought of guard over corner. Like, would you rather have someone who can shut down one half of the field or a guy who can help you run block a little bit better? Well, it, you know, it, it all depends because at at this point too, 
the the Jets don't have a quarterback. And I guess to me, if you're looking to potentially get that franchise quarterback, it's pretty nice to have fucking Quentin Nelson there. I agree. And there's no shade being thrown at Quentin Nelson at all because no. he is he has been the best offensive lineman most marketable offensive lineman in the NFL pretty much since he's gotten here. And I'm so, surprised. I honestly, I'm surprised that the Browns didn't do that because they have the one and four pick. They ended up taking Denzel Ward, who by no means is a bad player. Denzel Ward's a fucking stud too. Absolutely. Uh, but when you draft your number one guy, you know, in this case, Baker Mayfield, or for us, it's Josh Allen. You know, you take Quentin Nelson there to protect your guy, that your biggest investment being the first overall pick, which is a quarterback. And with that, give me Quentin Nelson protecting that franchise piece, a franchise piece protecting a franchise piece. Quentin Nelson, absolute mauler, beast. Six overall in the real draft goes four in our redraft. Fifth overall pick, Bradley Chubb was the fifth overall pick. In Not the, a bad choice uh, either. In the choice in the first original 2018 draft, yes, but maybe a little bit of a reach because I got I have the Denver Broncos taking a different off the ball linebacker, not an edge rusher. It's gonna be Darius Leonard. Um, Darius Leonard's been an absolute beast. He has been the captain of that Colts defense that. The Indianapolis Colts look a little bit different today as we're recording as well. Now with Matt Ryan being acquired via the trade, we'll talk about that a little bit later, but just a little sneak peek. I'm getting um, excited. Darius Leonard, I, I think he's the best linebacker in the NFL uh, drafted out of 2018. There's a couple of good ones, but I think he is the best one. No doubt. That's a good choice. Sorry, shoving my face with uh, stuff to not make me die, not let me die. Um, Darius Leonard is a monster. Again, a guy that has gotten better each year uh, that each subsequent year that the draft has gone by uh, that he was drafted in. Do you know where Darius Leonard went to college? Uh, Wisconsin. South Carolina State. Oh. <laughs> Again, I don't know college sports. I'm bad. I'm sorry. Number six pick, Indianapolis. That's you, Dave. Uh, so at this point, they have Andrew Luck still, yes? Um, yes, but he might be out for this season. Like, out after? No, like, he was hurt this whole season. But he, yes, he was on their roster. Okay, so again, I'm going with that in mind. And with the Indianapolis Colts pick, they're going to take Orlando Brown. Ooh, okay. You have that franchise piece in with Andrew Luck at the time. Why the fuck aren't you trying to get him help? And they did it. They got Quentin Nelson. And since we can't take him there, you got to give someone else. And the next man up, offensive tackle, dude. Let's get him. Orlando Brown out of Oklahoma has been uh, pretty damn good. And uh, unfortunately, he didn't. Uh, he, he he didn't stick with them. He's been, you know, got all those trade demands over the past uh, the past season. So maybe he finds that that place having 
uh, you know, Andrew Luck, and you still got to protect him. I don't know whether or not, yeah, dude still retires in the end, but you know, maybe this makes him happier. And uh, uh, going over the available offensive pieces, you know, maybe I I don't want to say his name because I'm sure he's going to get drafted. Um, I, I think this is the the dude that you have to have to look at though. Interesting. Not who I had slotted at six did have him slotted in this first round. Um, but I'm not going to take the guy who I had at six at seven, because I don't think he would fit Buffalo very well. I'm going to take the guy I had originally slotted to him. I'm going back to the same position off the ball linebacker. I'm going Fred Warner. Um, they took Tremaine Edmonds originally at this or uh, originally in this draft later on in the first round, not with their first pick. Um, but the second pick of the first round. So they were in the market for a middle linebacker. Fred Warner's been the steal of this draft. He was gotten in the third round and has been an all-pro linebacker in San Francisco. I think he would be very valuable to that uh, Buffalo front seven. Tremaine Edmonds has been solid there. I don't think they regret the pick by any means, but he's not the best linebacker in the draft, I don't think. I don't think so. That's who they're taking with their first pick. They no, don't get Josh fair. Allen either, this one. They don't get Josh Allen. All right. So now I'm on the Bears pick at eight. Yes. And I, I they took Roquan Smith at this point, who is definitely someone that is climbing those redraft boards each year. Mm-hmm. But you have that talent in... Uh, what's his nuts? Uh, Mitchell Trubisky at the at this point, mm. right? You got to give him some help, and I'm going to take Calvin Ridley at Ooh. number eight. Wow. Okay. And I, I'm saying that despite all the shit he has gone through, you know, this past off season, and I guess this past season as well. Uh, not past off season. Sorry, this current off season. And the stuff before that, Calvin Ridley was a fucking threat. He was instantly starting to take over the role as that number one wide receiver over Julio Jones. He was a monster those first couple seasons, if you remember. The Bears have not had anyone. And at this point, you have, you have, um, what's his nuts? Allen. Um, Allen Robinson is still Allen there, Robinson? Yeah, I think. Yep. And is he that monster at that point? I think so. Yeah. 2018, he's pretty good, I think. Yes. So Allen Robinson paired with Calvin Ridley? Look at that. That would be a pretty stacked wide receiving room. That's for sure. I well, at least you're one in two positions. And uh, I, I, it might it might seem like um, like a slightly higher pick. But again, this is us projecting. And I, at this point, you don't have those... Uh, those off the field issues, the the mental issue that he he had this past off season or off season this past season, fuck, and you're not you're not looking into the betting portion of things, so I, I think that's going to be my pick. I'm pretty confident that that is a solid pickup right there. All right, dude, some talented guys falling, and I'm not gonna let one fall any farther. 
Number nine, uh, getting some help in their secondary from San Francisco. They originally took uh, Mike McGlinchey tackle. Not a bad pick. Yeah, not a bad pick. I'm going to give them some secondary help, some different breed of player, Minka Fitzpatrick. Ah, Uh, shit. Yeah, he's going ninth overall. I had him slotted at six to Indy. I, I really did. I thought he was that good when you looked at other people in this draft class. Um, he just doesn't fit Buffalo at all because they have Poyer and Hyde already there, so there'd be no need for them to draft him. So he slips all the way down to nine. I think that's a steal. Since that trade to, to Pittsburgh, even before then, was a dominant young riser in the league. But since going to Pittsburgh has been really a different breed of secondary player and the best first-round pick Pittsburgh has ever given up. Yeah. Uh, Now we're at number 10, and I believe the Cardinals traded up at this point to get Josh Rosen. Oof. Tough. 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 Uh, And I I, I think this this redraft has them taking Saquon Barkley. LOL, 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 LOL. they're, but they're going to go defense in this one. Now's the time, I think, to take Bradley Chubb. Mm. You're going to have Bradley Chubb, Chandler Jones at that point still, too. And uh, I think you still have Patrick Peterson in that secondary at that time. I think so, yes. That's 2018. Scary. Yeah. That's scary. And I like what... Wait, wait. Do they also have... Hassan Reddick at this point too. Yeah, but he's not good. No, but but again, we're projecting. If you know, at that point, he's still going. He's going to get that one big season with them, and imagine that team. Holy fuck, that is a team. Getting more edge help is never an issue in the NFL either. So I can't hate you for that. Bradley Chubb goes off the board 10th overall. We're at 11. That's where I had Bradley Chubb slotted. Um, It's Miami. And Miami is, I I feel like I'm so lame doing this, but I got to put some respect on these guys' names along with it. So I'm taking another double position, two safeties in a row. Derwin James is going here at 11th overall. Uh, This guy, again, been one of the best free safeties in the NFL since coming in. An absolute ball hawk can hit a guy pretty hard too if he needs to make a big play. He's a big part of that Chargers defense. Him and Bosa, even before they've gotten stacked up now with JC Jackson coming over there now from this offseason, as well as Khalil Mack via the trade. I, I really like I really like Derwin James game a lot. He is an absolute stud, someone who's all over the field at all times. Like Solid. Tyron, like Tyron Matthew, but like super soldiered up. That's that's a good good comparison. I don't. I, to me, he's kind of like uh, Jamal Adams uh, to an extent. At he's least better the, than him. He's better than him. Oh shit! That might be a hot take right there for you. No, I don't think so. I think that's yeah, universally I thought. Know. I don't know. All right, uh, number twelve. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers took a defensive tackle. And a good one. Yeah. And I, that's where I'm debating because they're going to stick with defensive tackle. I'm just debating whether or not they want to stick with the one that they, they eventually took. 
or go with a different guy. And I, you mm. know what? I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. They're going to take Deron Payne. Really? You think he's better than Vita Vea? I do. Vita Vea wow. has, had, has had injury problems over the, the past couple seasons. He was um, so good last year, though. Last year and the year before. Look at him when he first started, though. And I don't know if he has that same level of impact. And again, with his injury history, you know, that, that comes into question. Deron Payne has been consistent this whole time and has been a fucking monster. He has been nuts. Go, why, what is going on here? <laughs> He's been a, a solid contributor for Washington since showing up in 2018. And to me is the better pick. Mm. All right. All right. Like a true. Who's the GM of Tampa Bay? I don't even know. Um, uh, let's just say that was a real John Gruden pick of you. How about that? We'll just. Oh, say you don't that. like it? I don't know. I don't know. I, I think I might have went with Vita Vea before him. I might have. But I'm not going to. I'm, I'm going to do it to you then. Washington football team's elated. You passed on him. You passed on Vita Vea. That was their guy. Um, they get Vita Vea in this one instead of De'Aaron Payne. They sent out a couple of fake emails thinking that they were really into De'Aaron Payne. You were able to fall for it. Vita Vea fell to them. They're really ecstatic about it. It was a huge part of that Tampa Bay defense interior run stop. Gets a lot of pass rush as well for being such a massive human on top of it. Just a great athlete for being that big. So I'm going to give Vita Vea the 13th overall pick. You know what, though? Neither team loses in that situation. No, no, I guess that not. is not really. That is like what? If you're going out of 100, uh, 97 to a 98 or some shit like that, like it's really not that big of a difference. It's like getting Aaron Donald versus Kenny Clark. Whoa. Whoa. Slow your fucking roll here. <laughs> Next that pick. Is, that is a massive disservice to fucking Aaron Donald. 14th. Uh, 14. It's our Green Bay Packers. And they took Jair. Oh, no, no. This is um New Orleans. Uh, no, this is New Orleans. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, New Orleans ended up taking, what was it, like? Um, Marcus Davenport. Ooh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Marcus Davenport. Holy fuck. All right. Then. Shit, I, I was really hoping that he'd fall. Okay. Unfortunately, they're still going to take it. They're going to take Denzel Ward here. And Denzel Ward is the, is the right call. He is. He's right there, right behind Jair Alexander again. Not so, not so close as uh, Darren Payne and uh, Vita Vea, but it's like a ninety-nine to a ninety-five. I had Denzel Ward slotted fourteenth to the New Orleans Saints. So Fantastic! We, we were it. right on that, right on that. I, uh, I love the pick. That's exactly who they would have took right there. He would have been perfectly available for him. And why not get some extra help on the secondary? A very serviceable guy. He's going to be in the league 10 years. You know what I mean? He's nothing more, at least, than that. So I believe yeah. he's got a couple of Pro Bowl nods for what those are worth anymore still. But let's move nothing. 
to <laughs> the 15th overall. That's going to be the Vegas Raiders. They're still in Oakland at this time, though. Um, I had Calvin Ridley getting all the way down here to them. So womp, that really womp. throws something off here. I'm going to fuck up your Packer pick later on, and I'm going to take DJ Moore here then, though. I think he's the oh, next best. Be I think that's the next best wide receiver here. Um, has been very solid in Carolina, part of a little bit of a trio with Robbie Anderson and shit. Who was the other wide receiver in Carolina last year? I feel like I should know this. Uh, Regardless. Uh, fuck. Who was that? Regardless, DJ Moore had a couple thousand yard seasons. Get him on the board. Take Get him on Vegas. the board. All right. Would be a lot more productive than if they didn't have Devontae Adams now. But is that a big womp womp? Yep. From us. From us. All right. Uh, now I'm on the, what, the 16th pick to the Buffalo Bills. And I just need to check one thing. Uh, Tremaine yes. Edmonds, the original pick, yes. Tre- no, no, I, I'm not looking at Tremaine Ed- Edmonds. I'm looking at their running core at the time Ooh. because they have LaShawn McCoy as their main guy. Yikes. And that's rough. Yeah. So I, I think I'm going to take Ooh. Nick Chubb here. Great pick. Great. I think I think I'm going to break away from that Tremaine and Edmonds, and I think I, really they should have looked at that at the time, even. And I don't know. That, that's just me. You knew Lashawn McCoy was injury prone, and he is old at the time. It dude is not worth it. What, what is he in 2000? Uh, what's it called? Oh, I gotta look it up. I can get his age real fast. He is 30. He's 30 in 2018. Why the fuck are you not taking a running back? You have two 30-year-olds in LaShawn McCoy and backup Chris Ivory. You should have been taking a running back. I realize it's running back. We don't like running backs in the first round. But Nick Chubb had a lot of fucking hype coming out of uh, college. And I, I think this would have been fine to have taken that. Well, if you remember, Nick Chubb was at Georgia backing up Todd Gurley for a long time. And uh, he broke his leg nasty, nasty, gross on the sideline and uh, scared a lot of people, but bounced back strong from that. Now, let's um, get into where are we now? We are 17th. That is correct. Chargers took Derwin James here originally. He's already off the board, already off the board. Great selection by them. They get just as big, just as big a steal, though. Uh, they're going to go to the offense. They did lose Antonio Gates either this year or right around this time. They get Mark Andrews right here. If the Chargers right. got Mark Andrews, dude, I mean, he's been Lamar's biggest weapon, the Ravens' biggest weapon after Lamar. He is a solid number one tight end, a top three tight end maybe in the nfl maybe top four um what are you thinking kelsey kittle then waller then mark andrews gronk's up there maybe sure but mark yeah 
Mark Andrews is my pick, and the Chargers are pretty happy with that. All right. Now it's up to the backers. I'm debating again. And you know what? Uh, yeah, it's going to be Tremaine Edmonds. This is they, – they get their cornerback. It, it's not uh, it's not Jair, but Tremaine Edmonds is a solid. He's a linebacker? Sorry. What am I – I'm thinking of the – yeah, whatever. I'm dying right now, but they're still getting Tremaine Edmonds. All right? Just wanted to let you know so you didn't, you know. Fucking fuck off, you fuck. Dallas, 19th overall, took Leighton Vander Esch uh, with their first round pick. Hasn't been the greatest selection for him, but it's a redraft. So now they get Roquan Smith with this one. And And that was the other guy I was thinking about taking. That is a solid pickup for Dallas. I think him and Dallas would be kind of scary, honestly, because Roquan Smith's been an athletic freak playing the linebacker position, has been one of the few bright spots in Chicago since his arrival. Honestly, he was like that as a rookie off the rip. Yeah, that that's a good, good pick. Um, so 20, we're on to the Detroit Lions. They took Frank Ragnow. They're going to keep Frank Ragnow. That dude has been uh, one of their key pieces to that line. And again, you're trying to keep Matthew Stafford healthy and alive for him to eventually leave and go and win a Super Bowl. So uh, this is what they they need. And uh, I feel pretty confident and pretty happy with the Frank Ragnow pickup. Yeah, that's kind of what I was hoping would fall to them. Uh, My next pick at 21, Billy Price was the pick for the Bengals. Uh, That was a really gross pick. Terrible pick right there. But we're going to get some help on the offensive line. Mike McGlinchey brought up earlier. I'm going to take him at this spot here. I don't know if necessarily first round production has been the best out of them, but of the offensive linemen in this draft, Orlando Brown, the obvious number one. And this guy's probably making a case for number two. Yeah, that, that was the dude that I was thinking about earlier um, for what's it called? Uh, the Colts. And uh, he, he's, he's good. He's the guy that, uh, that needed to kind of, find his way a little bit. Cause he was rough to, to start off. Wasn't he? Yeah. He's well, he wears a fucking face mask with the thing in the middle. And I think that's just a bad play right off the rip. That's too, too old, <laughs> too him? old. Yeah. You can't be doing that shit no more. It makes you look like a badass. I get it, but you go fucking cross-eyed dude. <laughs> uh, I, I would never. So uh, looking at 22, the original pick was Rashawn Evans. I don't Solid. I don't know. You know what? Give me Cortland Sutton. Mm. Give me a, a nice wide receiver, a weapon for the Tennessee Titans to kind of work with. Uh, because they're going to get, what's his nuts? What, the next season, right? Derrick Henry? Uh, he might have been the year before. No. He's not, he's not 2017. He's not 2017. 
2016 then maybe derrick henry was not the 2019 draft i don't think where is derrick henry then no way no there's no way derrick henry was drafted in the 2016 2016 all right all right so they have him and you know what then get get him now or get the the offensive piece now give me Cortland sutton dude is a fucking scrapyard dog for denver and uh, just got paid. Just got a fat paycheck. And uh, I, I think he's going to service them well. Now we're on to New England. 23rd overall. They took Isaiah Wynn. That was a terrible pick for them. I'm pretty sure he got cut from the team right away afterwards. Had some shit going down with him. Um, But instead, I will help them out. I'm going to give them a weapon. They haven't really had any... Fucker. Don't receiver weapon. Don't you do it, you piece of shit. DJ Chark. Damn it. Is going to New England. Um, he is sneaky, underrated player. Very, very big athlete, deep ball guy. He just didn't get to play a lot this year. He was hurt. And you know what? That might have helped his stock in getting up there. I he didn't have to see him play with that shit ass Jaguars team. You piece of shit. I thought I was going to be able to sneak him in there for Carolina at 24. And now I have to think. I don't like to think. You know that. Think. Piece of shit. All right. A couple solid names left here. Solid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. But at the same point, come on. All right. So now I am on... Like I said, what's what's their nuts? Uh, okay, I am going to instead of taking an offensive weapon, they're going to have another uh, offensive piece rather than be a weapon, though. And they're going to take Colton Miller. They're going to try mm. to protect uh, um, what's his name, Cam Newton, still. And because Cam Newton's been tackled and sacked a billion fucking times. Uh, the guy could never stay up. And eventually that's what broke down his knees. So if you're going to take offensive tackle out of the available ones left, uh, Colton Miller is a solid pick. 25 to Baltimore. Original pick was Hayden Hurst. Um, maybe, maybe sneaks in at the end of this one, but I don't know about that. Um, I'm going to give him a different tight end. Because Mark Andrews is gone now, uh, but they still love the position. I keep repeating a lot, but Mike Kosicki. Uh, I love Mike Kosicki in Miami. I forgot he was in this draft. Dude, he's so much fun, dude. He he makes some crazy athletic plays for being how big he is. Whoa. And uh, I think that's a good value pick for him right now. I, I like his game a lot. A, a tight end that can be a number two option on a team easily. Oh, wow. I forgot he was in this fucking draft. All right. Well, um, now I'm on 26, the Atlanta Falcons. And we're going to... I just had it. Where the fuck was it? We're going to switch things up a little bit. If I can find the fucking dude that I... Oh, here it is. Uh, Atlanta Falcons. We're going to go defensive here because eventually... What did they end up taking? Um... Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley, which was a, a fucking steal, uh, by the way. But we're going to go with J.C. Jackson. We're going to take some cornerback help, and we're going to lock it down 
in Atlanta. Oof, I missed this one on my board, too. That was tough. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. Um, locking it down in Atlanta. J.C. Jackson, I'm going to move on. This is another guy who I probably should have took earlier. He's going to help rebuild a Legion of Boom in Seattle. Carlton Davis uh, going 27th overall to Seattle, who originally took Rashad Penny, who signed a one-year extension. Signed a one-year <laughs> extension. Carlton what? Davis caught a bag this offseason. I think it was like $60 million deal. This draft class is so stacked, dude, and there is good players that are not going to get picked. Yeah, I know. I am like, oh, my God, dude. Like, how is Mason Rudolph still on the board right here? I um... <laughs> Hold up. Mason Rudolph, we still have Sam Darnold to, to draft. Fuck. Oof, Kyle Laletta, dude, the backup quarterbacks are just beautiful right now go ahead you're up with uh what pick are we on i forget what number now number i just took seattle you're on 28 28 steelers all right with the steelers they're gonna take uh, a weapon as well they're gonna take a dude that's just offensive not not in the like offensive way but offensive as in the passing game they're gonna take hayden hurst Mm. and uh, Hayden Hurst is going to compliment Ben Roethlisberger so much, especially having uh, old-ass what's-his-nuts there at the time, too. What's uh, the long-standing tight end for the Pittsburgh? Heath Miller? Heath Miller, right? Isn't he still there at the time, too? Uh, maybe in 2018, but I don't know. He's probably on the way out there soon. So I, I think I think having Hayden Hurst there instead is a solid pickup. No? What do you think? I'm all right with that. I'm okay with that. I'm okay. I think you left a pretty big guy on the board here. Uh, Jacksonville's very excited. Instead of taking a defensive tackle, they get someone that can bring some edge pressure. It's going to be Harold Landry off the edge. Holy fuck, I don't have Harold Landry on the, my list. Dude, um, he he's they're excited in Jacksonville. They're getting a guy who is absolutely stacked 31 sacks over the last four seasons um you know including 12 last year nine his sophomore season he's only 25 now he's a stud man Harold Landry that is steal, not steal of the draft right now uh it's hard for me to argue that to be completely honest mm. fuck me uh prep, Dave got a prep no, that sounds like work. <laughs> uh, so, okay, so we're at 30 now with the Minnesota Vikings, yes? Yes, sir. Minnesota is going to want, again, some offensive weapons. They got Stephon Diggs at this point. They're going to want to pair him with someone. And let's talk about a dude that just got a bag from the previous draft pick. Of Jacksonville. Give me Christian Kirk at 30. Mm, mm, mm. Damn. What, you're not liking that either? You know, he's he's good. 
He's good. He just caught a bag. He just caught $21 million. He's got a lot of scrutiny for catching that bag. They don't Not his fault. It. But he did get it. He did get his bag. I'll admit that. Uh, we're on now to New England at 31. They took Sony Michelle here originally. Tough. <laughs> and I'm going to give him some help. They're going to take Braden Smith, uh, offensive lineman. Was drafted as a guard, but has been the right tackle right now for however long now in Indy. So I'm going to give him, give them some help on the offensive line. Seems like they can just move them around wherever in New England anyway. Seems like a boring pick, but that's because it is. They're pretty stacked at this point right now. So, duh. All right, in the last pick, uh, they got Lamar Jackson at that 32 spot. Fuck yes. Um, They eventually got Mark Andrews, the tight end. So I think they're going to take another one just because uh, Jackson's not there anymore. And they're going to go Dallas Goddard, who is mm. a solid player. Um, I'm not super crazy about it, but I, I think that he's worth a first-round pick. The number 32, right? I think he's worth it. Depending on who you want the fifth-year option on, why not, right? I mean, it's your pick at that time. It's not really necessarily the best player available. I'm trying yeah, to draft I mean, for you there. At that point, 32nd is more or less a second round pick. And who am I supposed to take? Philip Lindsay? Uh, dude, I mean, Ronald Jones is there, decent, left off the board. Um, who else did I have here? I had Marcus Davenport made it for me, but Dante Jackson, Leighton Vanderesh, Wyatt Teller, really good late bloomer offensive lineman. Foyaside, Aluakon, like all-time name, led the NFL in tackles this last year. And a sneaky dark horse guy that I love, but not really a first-round talent, uh, Deshaun Elliott, uh, the Joker from Baltimore. I think he's in Dallas now, though. But super fun to watch play the game. Yeah. Uh, again, no Baker, no Sam Darnold. No Josh I mean, are Rosen. You taking? Are, well, yeah. <laughs> Are are you taking any of them? No, you can't. You can't. And, no, and, uh, and, like just looking at the available, the available players, man. Mm, no, no, I, I think we did a pretty decent job. Yeah, I think that most of the big name guys got drafted where they needed to be. I um, Jesse Bates, another one, very good player that could have maybe got something on there. Justin Reed as well. Jerome Baker, fun. Yeah, I'm just trying to look through everything and see if I, we're like really missing anyone. Oren Burks going to be an all-time Packer. So. Oh yeah, what to be an average or sorry, below average uh, special teams player? Sure. Isaac Yadam, dude. Oh my God, he's he so in that bad. draft? Yeah, but not. He's <laughs> Den Denver took him, I guess. So we got him some other way. Naheem Hines, sneaky good. Kenny Young. All right. I, think I mean, that's no it. Saquon. Yeah, Saquon probably could have gone at the top end. Yeah, of the at 32? Yeah, yeah, 32 is probably not horrid. 
And again, but Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb, a better running back than Saquon Barkley for sure. For sure. 100%. Yeah. That's why he had to go. What are we moving on to now here, Dave? Should we talk a little bit of NFL? Yeah, let's uh let's get these these trades and free agents uh stuff done. Because shit went down. So that was our 2018 NFL redraft. Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson headlining the top two picks. Solid. Solid. Getting into the NFL free agency, let alone just the NFL offseason that's gone on right now. Let's talk about the big one. Big one today. Deshaun Watson is a Cleveland Brown now, baby. And I think this should just lead into a quick segment real quick about Baker Mayfield that I have planned for us. And uh, I wanted to, I, I, I don't know. I guess we should call this Baker or Faker, maybe, or like, oh! or or maybe like Baker Broil. I don't know which one we should Baker call this. Baker Broil, stop it. Uh, <laughs> basically, Baker Mayfield has folded, getting this Deshaun Watson news that he will not be the starting quarterback. They handed away forty some million dollars to Deshaun Watson right Wait, off. The I got rip. it. I got it. What about Baker's doesn't? Ooh, actually, I might have 12 names. So that maybe worked <laughs> out nice. Um, <laughs> I should have. That's what I should have did. Baker's dozen. So I'm going to say he's requested a trade. He was linked into Indianapolis, as we prefaced earlier. That's not going to happen. But these are the quarterbacks I have. I have a list of names. I want you to tell me, would you rather have Baker Mayfield or them as your quarterback, okay? Ooh. Yes. So I will start us off here. I'm going to go real easy softball for you. Daniel Jones, the first Oh, name dear God, list. no. Give me give me Baker. Give me Baker. Baker. I agree. I agree. I think he's probably the lowest-ranked quarterback starting in the NFL right now. 100%. Not even close. Next, Sam Darnold or Baker Mayfield. Same draft class. I'm taking Baker. Baker's got more potential than Sam Darnold. All right. Moving on. And different a hot draft. Fight. Not seeing different Joe. draft class. Different handis to a tag of Iloa or Baker Mayfield. Give me two. Ooh. Okay. That might, that might be a hot take before the hot takes. But I like Tua. I really do. I've been champion, championing him um, all season, really. Tua is better than people give him credit for. Okay. Okay. I don't hate that. I, I see a world with that. I'm just trying to venture out how you think about Baker Mayfield. We're trying to figure out the Bakers and the Fakers here. Solid. Okay? Next up, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Mm. Based off his last season of production. Oh, well, f- fuck. Maybe. Uh, if you or or right now, if you want to go off that, if you, I'm just trying to give you a scale to measure Ryan Fitzpatrick. I, hey, look, we love Ryan, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick. Is we playing for you next year, or Baker Mayfield is? He's too old. Oh. I gotta go Baker Mayfield. I'm sorry. I it pains me to do it. It hurts. It really does. But come on, look look at Baker Mayfield uh, and right, tell me take... you can't. Tell me you can't do more. Yeah. All right. 
Moving on, how about recently moved on quarterback, now Washington Commanders, Carson Wentz or Baker Mayfield? Give me Baker. Carson really? Wentz. Carson Wentz is trash. I do not like Carson okay. Wentz. I think, um, I think if they would have noticed or have seen that Baker was going to be traded, they would not have traded for uh, what's-his-nuts. Baker to Atlanta, like maybe sneaky a thing. I and then uh, would you do? Look, look at it this way: if they did that, Atlanta gets their quarterback, and uh, they probably get a draft pick on top of that instead of uh, sacrifice or just getting back a third round pick. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't hate it. I wouldn't hate it. Baker and a uh, Baker and a fourth for Matt Ryan. Well, Matt Ryan's gone. He's in Indy. I I know, but, but I'm trade. saying maybe, but maybe they, you know, they work okay, something whatever, out. Whatever, whatever. Sure. Teddy Bridgewater or Baker Mayfield. Do I get healthy Teddy for the entire season? You get, you get Teddy Bridgewater, but he plays 12 games. So this past season. Yes. Fuck, that's hard. That's like insanely hard. I'm getting the hard hitting questions out here. I want to know how you feel about Baker Mayfield. If he went to a new team, how should their fans feel? I'm taking Teddy Bridgewater. Oh, all right. I, I, again, Teddy Bridgewater. I agree. Line is not bad but the problem is he's always running for his goddamn life and he doesn't have a leg i like teddy a lot dude we love yeah. teddy we're big teddy guys here big teddy guys i don't know if he's better than maker mayfield but i i hope i think so i think so it's davis close. mills or Baker davis mayfield mills. give me davis mills easy Davis Mills' production is wild right now, considering where he was drafted, the team he is on. Davis Mills, all the way. I like what he's doing. First team all neck. Just an absolute neck on that guy. I mean, holy shit. (laughs) Makes Mike Glennon look like a bitch, dude. I mean, just awesome. Now, next up, going to one of the worst teams in the NFL, but you get Jared Goff at quarterback. Give me Baker. Baker over Jared Goff. I don't like Jared Goff either. He's a fraud. Would you rather have Baker Mayfield or Phillip Rivers in Indianapolis type production? Phillip. Give me Phillip Rivers, dude. Again, we called this on Matt Ryan going to the Colts. We talked about this, what, seven months ago, eight months ago? How good of the fit it is for Matt Ryan to go to the we Colts is just said scary. Yeah. I said, like, look, the, we, we, first of all, again, we shit on Carson Wentz because he fucking blows. And we said that this next season was going to be Carson Wentz uh, out of town, and they were going to bring in someone like a Matt Ryan. We fucking called it, and now the AFC is uh, far scarier for it. 
Would you rather have Justin Fields or Baker Mayfield? Justin Fields. I Ooh. think Justin Fields. Again, Justin Fields is in a terrible offensive situation. He had a terrible coach in Matt Nagy. And I think you're going to see him surprise a lot of people in this next season. Uh, I'll just take Ben Roethlisberger last year off the list uh, based off of some of the answers we've gotten already. Um, Taysom Hill or Baker Mayfield? Fuck me. Oh, is, is it really come to this? Are we really, really weighing a D2 level quarterback versus Baker Mayfield? Would you rather have Taysom Hill or Daniel Jones? Oh, <laughs> I don't want to answer these questions. <laughs> these are these are seriously the worst questions ever. <laughs> oh my god, no! Uh, last one I have is Tyler Huntley. Oh, Huntley over Baker uh, Mayfield. Yeah, Huntley looks impressive. I, I think right. Tyler Huntley is my guy. God, okay. I'm still I'm still stuck. Like. Do I want Taysom Hill over Baker Mayfield? I'm going to say no. I think Tays uh, Baker Mayfield's the better pick. But fuck. <laughs> fuck. How many names is that? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Yes. So here, this is, this is how we name it. It's not Baker's Dozen. It's Baker or the Dozen. Yeah, that's a good one. That, yeah, that was yeah. good. Last like honorable mention I had was Tom Brady in five years. <laughs> like, do you Holy think fuck. that maybe he's still gonna be better in five years than Baker Mayfield is right now? Uh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe? Again, but again, I, I, you know what? You know what plays a major factor is who is coaching these teams, uh, or so who is coaching Baker Mayfield on which team? And to me, like. Baker Mayfield does have the talent for it and he just needs to kind of shore up himself and maybe we can talk. You, you so know, now, another thing, Oh, uh, go ahead, finish up your shit. So with that being said, like, where do you think he ends up? Like, I think he's got to go wherever it is. Seattle. Really? You want to get stuck with Drew Locke? Yeah, I think I, I the more like Carolina, like ends up with him somehow Ooh, that's maybe fair. and then uh like Matt Rule gets fired because of the move on top of it like that's how this whole works out but what about the I don't uh, know no they they don't want to they don't want to uh get rid of what's his nuts um Jets I really yeah. don't like I don't like Giants that. Giants could be interesting Daniel Jones mm, no but who they they signed someone didn't they no Do they have one. a backup? No. 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 Never. Never mind then. Uh, another thing that we did not talk about that we should be talking about yes, is the Raiders was... getting Devontae Adams. That's a big trade, man. It's a big trade. And it's, uh, it's bittersweet on top of it. It was time. He didn't want to play here anymore, man. Give me your brief what let's go minute and a half two minutes synopsis on how you feel about this trade i um personally like i think that 
this is a win-win for both sides right here. Devontae Adams is the best receiver in the NFL. I don't think there's any debate behind that. I think that there are guys who you can put after him. I don't think there's anyone you can put before him when you talk about best receiver in the NFL. Now, he did not want to play in Green Bay anymore. We tried to franchise tag him. He didn't want to play under the franchise tag. We offered the same contract that the Raiders offered, and he did not want to sign it. So Green Bay decides to get their money's worth with him, get a trade in there, get a first round and a second round pick, at least something for him. So he's not, you're not losing him out of being stubborn. It sucks because I am curious to what the Packers do at the receiver position now and the irony to draft a receiver in the first round now when we've been trying to do that forever after we get rid of the only guy who's been a weapon for us maybe over the last few seasons consistently. Um, but I'm okay with the move overall, especially a couple days later. I, I approve of the move even. Especially a couple days later. And hear me out. First of all, Devontae Adams, uh, we were talking about this trade, or people have been talking about this trade, and we were debating whether or not they could potentially get a first-round pick. And that more than likely it was going to be a second rounder, you know, whatever. They end up getting a first and a second, not a one or a two. They get both. That's huge. And I get it. You know, whomever they draft in the, uh, the, the upcoming draft probably doesn't have the same level of production that Devontae Adams, you know, has, gives. And I get that. But because of this, you free up $20 million in cap space and you are able to go out. You're able to get Robert Tunyon back, who I get injured, but he'll be back. And you're able to get Rasul Douglas on a, uh, a Bobby Portis type deal. Just a fucking steal. I really think they got to bring back MVS now, too, on top of it. That's got to be the next move. Got to get a guy in there that's been with Aaron at this point because Randall Cobb is not a number one. He's just not. Alan Lazard is not a number one. He's just not. Um, I think MVS has to come back to be the number two, maybe the number three guy. If they can get someone, I, I don't know. I think that the, I heard they were in the market for a veteran receiver. Um, I was really looking at Robert Woods, but then he got traded to the Titans, which is, a, I think, a huge pickup for them. I don't know how you feel. Uh, now, hear me out. They could make another trade. They could use that second round pick on Seattle. Both Tyler Lockett and Debo Samuel are or not Debo Samuel. God, DK Metcalf, my bad, are available. Do you want would, either one of them? I like Tyler Lockett. I like either of them. I, I do. I do like either of them. I prefer Tyler Lockett for sure over um, the more veteran DK Metcalf, the veteran yeah. guy. But DK would be pretty sick on top of it. Like if we got his talent and if we got him locked up, can you like, get both? No, no shot. No shot. You can get Are you sure? Hear me out. If, what about if, Oh my god. Don't get me excited. Don't, don't What about get me all... a f one of those first? How about the late first and a third round pick? 
for both of them. I think if you just flip the first and the second you just got, you can do it. Maybe. Is that worth it to you? Yeah, I do. I, I think so. What What do you think this team needs to draft now? Almost receiver is damn near the first need now at this it, point. It's going to be. And I wonder if they trade up for one as well. Um, because there, I realize this is a deep draft, but you want to get the fucking best that you can. And whether it be that one or two spots higher, you know, you need to do it. And I think they do. Allen Robinson to the Rams was a big one. Um, and then your boy Byron Pringle to the Bears for nothing. Fuck. That's just added insult to injury right there. That I was the guy so we good, really dude. wanted to Green Bay signs just down the road in football geogra- geographic terms. I'm telling you, uh, watch watch him be a big portion of the offense this season. I, and I'm again, he's not going to put ridiculous numbers up there. Maybe, but, eh, maybe. Um, I'm not saying it's a it's a no. But, productive nonetheless yeah and i think i think he can get uh, can be productive so we'll have to wait and see especially considering they lost jakeem grant as well he's going to be returning kicks i guarantee it you got any more nfl free agency you want to talk uh i thought there was one more mm, nfl off season how do you feel about this Deshaun to Cleveland? What does it do to Cleveland? Are they a Super Bowl contender? Uh, no, I'm going to say no. And the only reason why I'm going to say no is because look at that AFC West. Look at much of that uh, AFC North. Look at what the AFC East has in the Bills and even the Patriots. Dude, which one of these teams is going to get left out? The Raiders and... Yeah. Ugh. Well, even the Raiders, man. I don't know. The Broncos could maybe be ass. They could. Maybe. You know what? And look at the look at the Colts. Getting Matt Ryan might be huge. Oh, that was the that was one we were missing out. We weren't really talking it yet. Matt Ryan to the Colts. Uh, well, that just got, that... More than enough. That that's about as much coverage as it should get. Um, I thought I was saying this last year as well. If Matt Ryan's staying in Atlanta, it's going to be a sad tour, like it was going to be with Big Ben this whole last year. But now he gets to just do the Philip Rivers sad tour, and we'll have to take bets on if any pass over fifty yards will be thrown by Matt Ryan or Sam Ellinger. So, uh, also, I'm going to give a small shout out to what the Bengals have been doing, which is shoring up that offensive line to a ridiculous level. I don't know if I've ever seen anyone kind of, or any team kind of go that crazy. Taking, uh, what they got Lyle Collins, they got, um, fuck, they, they got a whole bunch of dudes on that offensive line. Just uh, an insane amount. Even Hayden Hurst, who I realize is a tight end. He's off more offensive than not, but they are doing everything they can to make sure Joe Burrow does not get pummeled. Uh, 
Oh, my mic was muted. I'm I was sorry. wondering what the fuck was going on. <laughs> that makes for good, uh, good shit right there. Can we talk MLB now? Yeah. Yeah. I want to talk MLB. Baseball's back, bro. We fucking know this. We got work in coming in for the baseball world. Um, right now, this hot stove is fucking nuts right now in baseball. There's just big names going everywhere, all over the place. Um, shout out to Alex Greeby calling the Andrew McCutcheon signing from the last guy. episode. Um, that's I, I'm pretty hype about that. I'm pretty hype about that one, honestly. Yeah, I, that, I mean, that's not bad. Why not? Why not bring him in for a season? That outfield is getting very crowded, though, and I think Tyrone Taylor gets the bump from that outfield. That's to be so honest, sad. And, I love Tyrone uh, Taylor. It's going to be opening day. I don't know, man. I think uh, McCutcheon's probably dh that opening day. Lorenzo Cain, Lorenzo Cain, Christian Yelich, and Hunter Renfro, I think, got those spots locked it, up right it, now. it might be uh, Christian Yelich. Yelich doesn't play the field, no? I I, with the way he's that a, he's, he's been. He's got some gold gloves. Why Why mess with his back? I guess, but. You like, got to get him hitting. He damn near can't hit, so we might as well just let him play the field at least so you can pretend like his contract's worth it. Let's, uh, um, let's look at these notable names and where they went, right? Chris Bryant going to the Colorado Rockies. Yeah, does what a guy. Hit over, does he hit over 40 home runs this year? Yeah, yeah, that's why he went there, to just pad his stats. Yeah, for sure, he's going to do that. For sure, yes. 40 Freddie, home runs, Chris Bryant. Freddie Freeman to the L.A. Dodgers. Yeah, I know. Oh. This one's kind of sad. Yeah, that lineup is stacked, dude. It's just absolutely loaded in LA over there now. They're uh probably the best roster in baseball. Shocker. Uh what about Trevor Story to the Boston Red Sox? Surprising. Um probably like the second most surprising shortstop signing we saw, that's for sure, but I, I was just going think, to run into that next. I do think Trevor Story in Boston um you know, he he's a guy who played in Coors his whole career, so people were worried about those home road splits. What better place to go than be a right-hander in Boston with the Green Monster, though? So perfect play for him to just go rake up numbers at a different hitter-friendly park. Uh, Nick Cassianos to Philadelphia. Yeah, they got Schwarber, too, man. This lineup's going to mash, dude. That lineup is... Stacked. Okay. That is I'm, all offense, no defense. Cause it's a lot of <laughs> offense, though. Yes, yes, it is, but there is zero defense to that team. Holy fuck. It's interesting to watch. It's interesting to watch, though. They're gonna lead the they're gonna lead the MLB in homers, maybe. If if not for Toronto. Toronto looks amazing this year. And the big one, have to bring it up. Carlos Correa to the Minnesota Twins. Crazy move. This one was wild out of nowhere at like two o'clock in the morning on top okay. of it. Really now, weird. Hear me out. If you look at the contract, Carlos Correa has so many outs. In fact, he can be, he can literally be done with Minnesota after this season. Yeah, it's a great contract for both of them. Yes, be, and 
also hear me out. I talked with you about it when it when it happened. I think Minnesota might trade him at the trade deadline. I could see it happening. Does he still get control of those outs then? Whoever trades him then on top I would of assume it? so. I would. Why would he? Assume. It's his contract. Then. Yeah. Yeah. So I I I like the trade a lot for Minnesota. I think it's really interesting that they're going out and all these different teams are getting all these different players on top of it. Shout out to Scott Boris for getting $35.1 million to get the highest paid infielder contract compared to Anthony Rendon's $35 million contract. That's so, a Boris move. That's a Boris yeah, move. Yeah. He's uh he's really alpha in them out there. Just to make sure <laughs> he gets the big, the big dogs, the money, but also uh say Suzuki, the international product uh get, chooses the cubs so hopefully he sucks because <laughs> I yeah shit at him <laughs> don't like that i don't like that he looks really good i will say that chicago fans he does look pretty good what do you but, think about um this one doesn't seem like much but you know hear me out kenley jansen going to the braves that's kind of a kind of a decent move right there right yeah yeah i think i was drunk when i saw that and i really thought it said <laughs> i thought it said brewers and i was like let's go and then it said braves and it was oh that's not as good so yeah, what, what would he do here he'd be like the like the sixth inning guy yeah i don't understand why they would get him don't get me wrong that's like the last thing we need is bullpen help but still like it was a name it's like when k-rod came here it's like come on Except K Rod had like three good seasons with us, four even. It might have been more than that. Setup guy for he was Trevor. great. Yeah, he was Trevor. great. He was the guy for a while too, wasn't he? Uh, maybe got a season. Maybe got a season. I don't know if he oh, got uh, much more than that. Also, also a uh, former Brewer as well, Jonathan VR going to the Cubs. Ooh, Jonathan VR, one of the most overrated players in the MLB. But we're not ready for that. <laughs> so. Should That's we get uh, some, some hot, takes? hot takes? Hot takes. Hot takes. I don't have any hot takes today yet. None? I have none right now. All right. So, I, so you're going to have to do this one. I have one. Zach Granke signed with the Kansas City Royals this past Saw season. that? Yep. Or past season, past week. I'm going to say that this is... Zach Granke's swan song. He's going to retire with them after this season. Mm. And I, I just feel like he he kind of owes, uh, owes it to them for everything that they did over the past couple, uh, for the start of his career, I should say. And it, the, the reason why he went back is because he kind of wants to, you know, say goodbye to baseball. Zach Granke's been falling off. He's up there in age. I don't know. How old is he? 36? Sure. He's been injured, so. injury plagued, and he signed a one-year deal. I think that this might be his farewell. I don't hate that. I don't hate that at all. Zach Granke, weird guy, man. Weird guy. I mean, you can there's YouTube videos on how weird Zach Granke is, actually. So I I always loved him in Milwaukee. Thought he was great weapon that we had in our arsenal. Was always the number two to Giovanni Gallardo. Um, but yeah, back in Kansas City. Really, I, I like the swan song. I'm looking up something real quick because I'm going to uh, 
just create one this. off. <laughs> so last year looks like they won nine games. I'm going to say this with Matt Ryan at quarterback, the Colts will equally match or exceed their record from last year. <laughs> you can't so give me will... an exceed. I don't know. 10 wins is a lot for that team with Matt Ryan at quarterback, <laughs> but Look at the... nine. Do they nine win the division? Teams... No, they got Tennessee in that division, so All they're right. not there yet, but they're looking at a playoff spot again. If they get to 10 wins, they make the playoffs. Nine wins, they make my hot take correct. All right. Uh, yeah, I, I like that. I do have quick hits. All right. Some Here's good some quick out. hits. Um, so we always got to start it off. We all know I'm a hockey fan this year. Um, I'm only going to say this year from now on, too, because the Seattle no, Kraken... No. Um, the Seattle Kraken are making me die inside of hockey fandom. They are the last team to reach 20 wins in the West. Um, in fact, they haven't even reached that number yet, so I can't say that. But everyone else has gotten to 20 wins. What what does this mean for us? Like, like there's a lottery in hockey, right? Yes. So we have to win that still, even to get like the best player. But I have good news for you. Because I yeah. I had a quick hit to stem off of your quick hit. Go for it. So uh, the Kraken just traded, uh, made a trade uh, for uh, what's Sprong? I don't even know who the fuck that. Sprong, Daniel Sprong. yes, Daniel, Daniel Sprong. Sprong, Daniel Sprong, uh, and traded their their captain uh, Johansson. Yeah, he was a bum. So, but they got. Uh, two uh, potentially two picks, so now that means over the course of the next three years, yeah, they are going to have more draft picks than players on their current roster. Oof, thirty-three draft picks over the next three years. That should just tell you how ass the team is that they don't have anyone to play. They're investing in the draft picks. That it's like is the OKC. nuts. We're the next OKC Thunder, baby. Same type of shit. Dude, Stack that's more. That's, well, I don't know what, what's pressing out over the next, like, two seasons. He and then, might like, have 700. Like he might have 700. So. But, dude, 33 over three years? That's a nuts stat. We're just built different in Seattle. We're built different, okay? Well, uh, and again, it, that could be positive for you, right? It, like, you got to hit on one of those players, right? One of those players being potentially a top 10 pick or a top 10 player in the league. Can only hope. Can only hope. <laughs> I got a little bit of college news to talk about here. Okay. Um, for those of you that didn't know, I was uh, me and Dave both actually did participate in wrestling growing up. I was uh we were both involved a little bit in high school, not to the entire stint, but I love watching the NCAA championships every week or every year, rather. Um, Gable Stevenson, I'm sure you've heard that name being a WWE signee coming on pretty soon here. Yep. Uh, from Minnesota went out, won his 
second national championship. I mean, he just is such a dominant beast of a man when you watch him on them on the some of those mats, man. I he looks like a grown ass man. He has no business wrestling some of these kids. He then proceeded to uh, hype up the crowd, warm them up, kind of give them a little bit of a rock showmanship, then hit a backflip after just winning. How shitty would it feel if you just wrestled your ass off against a guy and then you just lost to him and he hit a backflip right after? Like, he didn't even try, you know? I, I mean, when you're going up against a fucking monster, what do you expect? And then uh, for him to kind of lay his shoes out at, in the middle of the mat, too, and uh, was kind of nuts. All-time showman. All-time showman in the NCAAs. Uh, a lot of cool shit. Penn State won it, by the way. They win it, like, all the time, if you didn't know that. Yes. Uh, yes, I did. Next up, uh, Division Two women's basketball. Shout-out to Grand Valley State Lakers uh, and Hannah Kulas, one of the homies. They're in the final four for D2 women's basketball. And that was talking women's basketball. Next, um, getting on to men's basketball, LeBron James. Um, second LeBron all-time, James. Second all-time now passes Carl Malone for most points in NBA but history. First all-time on best basketball players ever. And if you don't agree with that, you're wrong. So <laughs> that's all I had pretty much for... Quick hits, solid amount. Wisconsin, you break my heart. You guys suck. Um, couldn't hit a three pointer to save their lives, so they they deserve to lose the game, like one hundred percent. So, wasn't anything too bad that way. Made me feel like that, but the refs did kind of suck. But Stop again, it. hit a Stop shot. Stop it when you lose your two best players, it, more or less, because Johnny Davis played like like a injured lamb out there regardless all right my first one the uh team submitted their nfl rule changes proposals and there were only three of them it was the colts the eagles and the titans colts and the eagles submitted the same thing to allow both teams an opportunity to possess the ball in overtime okay yes the tennessee titans said that, but also added that the team with the first possession uh, will win should they score a touchdown uh, and a successful two-point conversion. Mm. How do you feel about that? Because I don't hate it. I mean, now we're just back to the same issue again, if that happens, right? At the end of the day, who was it? Jarrett was on here that said they shouldn't change the rules on that. If you do the two point conversion, it's the same rule. It's the same rule. Everyone's going for two. Why wouldn't you? I guess, but, but uh, it's the I, same I mean, rule. Sure. Same rule. Then it, it really is. So two you, point you, conversions are fucking hard. And don't forget, they bumped it back. Not to the 15, though, to the I three. Guess. Uh, well, okay, what if they what if they moved it back to the ten? They would have to, yeah, they would have to. Ten yard line's fair. I think you can do that. You win the game if you score within ten yards, maybe. Again, I don't hate it, um, and it adds some more stakes to the to the Just game. Make it college overtime at that point again, too. You know, that's Why, entirely fair. Let's just start fucking 
scoring touchdowns and make everyone go for two all the time. Again, all right. change the rule fully or don't change it at all. All right, my next one for you. Kevin Holland, UFC fighter. Did you see this? Uh, this was a crazy UFC fight night. Um, Patty the Batty Pimblet, big uh big submission for him. But no, I I didn't I don't know what this one is. Go ahead. Well, Kevin Holland was out the other week. Um, at uh, they were at Raw Sushi Restaurant in Houston on Monday night. Mm. When allegedly a man pulled out a gun and shot it into the air, causing the restaurant of about 40 to 50 people to panic. Uh, then apparently Holland charged the alleged shooter with his friend, Robin, uh, uh, something Robinson, uh, fucking uh, Patrick Robinson charged the shooter, uh, and then continue, continued to kick the fuck out of him. Yeah. That's about what you do with those situations. Uh, apparently as that was going on, uh, they were shouting, I'm drunk and I'm Kung Fu fighting. <laughs> That's awesome. Shout out Kevin Holland. Shout out Kevin Holland. That is awesome. Just literally kicked the fuck out of a dude uh, and proceeded to do that until they, uh, while well, people called the police and then got him, uh, you know, arrested. So way to pick a good place to rob. And my yeah, last one. So tough. So tough. Uh, my last one. Did you see the updated story to the 2019 David Ortiz shooting? I did. This is crazy. This is fucking nuts. Yeah. On, on a number of levels. So uh, David Ortiz apparently um, hired a, a private investigator to kind of look into his shooting back in 2019. Uh, Ed Davis, a former police commissioner in Boston, conducted a six-month investigation where Davis said that he eventually found out that Cesar Peralta, a, uh, I believe, Dominican drug lord who is looked at as, I think, like a top 10 drug lord in the world. I don't know how you get those rankings and all that. Uh, we but should we should make those next week for the draft. And stuff. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're Dra yeah. We're we're going to rank our drug lords. <laughs> uh, and um, so yeah, found out that uh, Cesar Peralta put this hit out on him, and quote came to feel disrespected by Ortiz, prompting him to place a bounty on Ortiz's head and sanction a ragtag hit squad to try to kill him. Fuck, man. What? And then it gets even wilder to me because an attorney for Peralta, Joaquin Perez, mm. uh, came out, denied Great the point. allegations, obviously, had uh, said he, quote, had nothing to do with it, and also said that David Ortiz and Cesar Peralta were very close friends. David Ortiz yeah. is some shit, dog. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I don't know exactly where this goes from here, but now you know, everyone just knows. That's all it is. But remember, they opened up by saying that uh, Ortiz was shot because of a case of mistaken identity. Clearly, that is not true. No, it was definitely David Ortiz they were looking for in this yeah. instance. Uh, alleged 
first ballot Hall of Famer, David Ortiz. So uh, allegedly, there was a um, one of the Dominican officials forwarded the mistaken identity idea as part of a cover-up operation. What the fuck? Nuts. Nuts. This is like going to get crazier and crazier. That was down the wire. Down the wire is going to get crazier and crazier too. That's the plan at least. (laughs) Gets fucking wild on here. You know what I'm saying, Dave? Yes. What's going on? Nothing. I was just outroing. I was just talking. <laughs> what what kind of fucking outro is that? It's oh supposed to riff a little bit. We're at a minute. We're at a minute. An hour thirty. Like we're right there. About time to wrap it up, right? Sure. Do you have anything else planned? No, I don't. Do you have any anything else? <laughs> <laughs> fucking end this already. Oh, God. If you had a good time listening, we had a good time recording, of course. We always do here at Down the Wire, based out of beautiful Wisconsin. Wisconsin, where there's cheese. If you like this episode, be sure to download us. Uh, If you didn't like it, you you don't have to download it. But if you really liked it, download twice. Uh, That would be pretty. That would be. Oh, my God. (laughs) What is going on? Make sure you download us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. It doesn't matter. You can download us. If you don't want to download us, it's all right. Make sure you check us out on thechairshot.com. I'm going to hire Guy Fieri to murder you. Peace. What is this, like fucking YouTube?